Welcome everyone to Ron's Roundtable, your unofficial podcast for all things VFriends Compete and Collect gameplay. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm thrilled to be your guide in this exciting world of strategic fun. On this show, we're diving deep into the immersive universe of VFriends Compete and Collect, exploring gameplay strategies, existing gameplay mechanics, and uncovering those hidden rule suggestions that can give you the edge that you need. Whether you're a seasoned CNC competitor or a hobbyist looking to enhance your skills, this podcast is for you. We'll be tapping into the expertise of fellow CNC enthusiasts and top-tier competitors who will share their invaluable deck-building strategies, tactics, and insights. You'll learn the secrets to outwitting your opponents and achieving victory. Yo, what's up, VFAM? Today is November 28th, and this is your VFriends Market Report. So we have a ton of sales on Compete and Collect. Uh, as of November 25th, I'm just going to run up the list here. This one's crazy. Uh, we have Alpha Alligator PSA 10 Gem Mint. It is a $120 card. Wow. All right. $120 card. That's a core card. PSA 10 Gem Mint. We have some rares running off the board at $35, a rare trusting tarantula. Uh, we had a five rares and one very rare for a $133.33. Uh, we had a core Diamond Hands Hen, $4. We had a sealed box, $269.99. We had another sealed box. Um, it says 13 heavy packs weighed, so that you know that they're weighing the packs. Um, that's an interesting one. I'd be curious what they actually weighed out at um, and also if there were any big hits in there. So that that box itself went for $248.36. It's a weird one. Uh, weird, but it's uh, it was a bid, so went off on an auction. Then we have five packs, one thirty nine ninety nine. I'm always curious why people buy loose packs. I always feel like people are weighing packs, and you're only going to get core cards, so just be careful of those. Uh, Entrepreneur Elf, seven dollars and fifty cents. Another sealed box of Compete and Collect, two ninety nine. Another sealed box went for two fifty nine. Uh, another sealed box, two thirty. So that box market is right around that. Probably 250 mark is a fair price there. Um, make sure that it's sealed. We had a Resourceful Robin Rare PSA 9, $49. Uh, we also had a few cores run off the board, about $4, $1. Uh, we had a pack go off at $29.95. We had the Balance Beetle yesterday went off the shelf at $4. Now, if you heard about Balance Beetle, Gary alluded to that being the Yoda of V friends, so that's a that's an interesting play right now. I also was looking at the series two, not to go too far off on a tangent, but as soon as he said that, I went to series two on um, on OpenSea. There is a couple for sale, 0.14 ETH. So if you're looking to uh, to hedge your bets on that, those are all on the market. Uh, we also had another seal box. This one was a very rare black cat box, crazy, five hundred and twenty dollars uh, for that box. So people were after the black cat box. We also had another couple rares, $25, another seal box, $280. I mean, we have a ton of sales going on the last four days, so let's get into it. Uh, we also got some super stickers flying off the shelf. Most of them are around the $17 to $20 mark. Uh, we did have an alpaca sticker. It was a Gem Mint 10, went for $55. Um, then we're looking at some of the Halloween pins and sticker. So pin and sticker, a monster went off the shelf for $20. Zombie sticker and pin went for $21. Uh, a sealed box went for $32. 
And then you're looking at some of those Series 1 cards. We had a rare Graceful Goldfish. Went for $400. It was a Serial 5 out of 8. We also had a box, a full box of Zero Cool V-Friends Series 1 trading cards. Unopened, sealed, $5,150. That's probably the least expensive price I've seen on that. Uh, they had it listed at nine grand. They accepted an offer of $5,100. So that was a pretty good one. And um, last but not least, the V-Friends Minis. V-Friends Minis, we saw one go off the shelf, a diamond, aspiring alpaca, $14.99. So you know your boy is listing some of these diamonds and golds and details that I have. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, that's your market report as of November 28th. And if you haven't already, make sure that you guys are listening to the... Twitch streamers, we have To The Moon, we have Jay Courage, also on Whatnot, we also have Fanatics Live, all of these places are opportunities for you to jump into the ecosystem, get cards, there's always giveaways, there's always fun stuff happening, um, so if you're interested in learning more about the breaking of, of cards or packaging cards, looking at different opportunities to jump into the ecosystem at, at a bazillion different price points, um, Please check these guys out. Wealth of information as well. And they're always given opportunities to jump in. Today's guest is Poker Pros. You may know him from all of his adaptable alien swagger out there. He has been involved in pretty much every tournament of Compete and Collect. You may have met him at VCon at Card Night. Um, he has been an absolute gem inside of our community. He has also recently gotten into being a goldfish collector, so that's an interesting take. Uh, we jump into a bunch of different things. He just huge pull a couple nights ago on To The Moon. He pulled an auto, Be The Bigger Person. We do not get into that, but I had to put that in there because that is an absolute grail card. Please join me in welcoming Poker Pros to the show. What's going on, man? What up? How are you Come doing? On, huh? Fantastic. Not too much. Uh, just enjoying this sunny Monday. Nice. Me too. Where are you? Are you... Uh, Pennsylvania. East? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in California, so always sunny around here. Yeah. I was actually just putting together my list of uh, giveaways from my my uh, 750 minis crack on That's right. Friday. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I was just getting together all my addresses and I got a couple Californians that I'm I'm sending to, so I'm very excited to get these in the mail and get them out of here. Yeah, man. I don't know how you know, like Josh and Tom, those guys do it with all the logistics. You know, it's all fun and cool, like in the in the heat of the moment with all the the live streams and all the you know individual cards. And then I can't imagine the post uh, cleanup. Oh, it's, <laughs> all def it's definitely addresses the and shipping worst. and mailing all that. Yeah, it's the worst part for sure, by far. But uh, yeah. I mean. It goes with the territory. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So how, More people we can get uh, in the, these things in the hands, uh, the better, right? Well, that's just it, isn't it? You know, that's that's really what I'm after, and that's why I do so many giveaways. Is most people, there? It's hard for them to jump in. There's a monetary barrier. There's some sort of barrier to jump into it. And then once you give them some free stuff, then they at least get curious and engage with the community, even if they don't buy anything. And that's yeah. that's like half the battle is just getting engagement um, because then they share and it, it gets to somebody that that may buy something. Right, right. I mean, we're, we're, we're guilty of it as well. We get 
you know, the, the free box with our NFT. Yeah. Oh, and you know, look what happens. And so. look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are knee deep in wrappers and, and oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm still, I'm still like, and I have joke about this, but like now a shipment comes and I'm like, how do I get this into the garage before my wife sees yet another box? <laughs> <laughs> I know you, it's role reversal, isn't it? It used to be oh. it used to be her in the Amazon boxes, and now it's you and and C and C boxes. Whenever I see the uh, the little chartreuse looking package come through from Fanatics, I'm like, damn it! I That's did right. it! I did it again! I yeah, I did it again. it's like what did I get this time? You almost don't know what's in it, right? Like, ooh, it's like a surprise. Like, a I don't know what's in here. Bag. I bought so much shit, and you know. <laughs> for the moment i'm I'm at that point now is why i even started like a spreadsheet of like just so i can keep track of you know i don't know what it's going to be but i know i i'm owed like these things i think i bought them in the stream at some point so right yeah to check them off that's funny i was thinking about that the other day with um with josh's stream i bought something on there and i didn't realize it and it came and then i realized that i bought something from fanatics and my phone died so i didn't even get to see what i pulled so i went back to review it like I went back and I, I went back into like where my spot was and the friggin' stream blacked out. So they didn't even have the recording. Oh no. <laughs> you're, you're literally waiting for like anything. Yeah. You'd have no idea if you got it, what you're getting. No idea. Yeah. Most of them are like, I've bought in a few boxes and those are, you know, you, you buy a box, you know, you're getting, they're going to ship it out within a week or two, whatever. But there were a couple of times where I bought um, some packs and, you know, because you see him going through them. Oh, and this pack is for, you know, Ron. This pack is for a Poker Pros, whatever. And uh, when I bought these packs, I'm like, I have no idea if they're doing this today, next week, mm-hmm. next month. I have no idea when they're, if they're just shipping me these packs. So I think I have like two or four packs that are just coming. I don't okay. know if they opened up live stream or not. It's hard to tell. Well, that's the thing, too, with the, the Halloween rips that they did with the black or with not the black cat, but the red devil. Yeah. Those hats are supposed to be coming. And I... I thought that they would be here by now, and now we're you know two weeks after, yeah. and uh, we still don't have those. And I, I know that they mentioned something last week that those were going to be shipped either last week towards the end of the week or this week beginning of the week. I remember them Uh-oh. saying that at some point on the stream, but regardless, I'm I'm excited because I got in on that mostly because J Rob messaged us and was like, "Hey, did you guys see this?" I was like, shit, I was out of town. I was uh, I was doing stuff and I was like, son of a gun. I did not see that. So thank you for the heads up. And I, I yeah, snagged yeah. one. I got on the I got on the monster hat, but not the, the devil hat. I, I scooped up the monster hat. But Oh nice. Yeah. And it's just kind of it's not a typical you know, it's 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 just one of those added to the, the box of stuff, you know, that I have. Like mm-hmm. some of my stuff is like boxed up, taped up, put in the shell, you know, put in the rafters and like see you in a few years. Other stuff like my, you know, cards or have those out and ready and show them. And these are cool. Yeah. So two buckets of stuff. So have you always been a collector? Have you always really jumped in and like early days were you collecting cards or is this new thing for you? So I was, so I grew up, I don't know how old you are, but I'm, I'm uh, in in the era of the junk wax was like right in the prime, like the Fleer, Donruss, Score, Upper Deck, like late, 80s, early 90s. Um, I'm one of three boys. I was the youngest of three boys. So me and my brothers were like, we had a, we had a sports car shop, like biking distance from our house just down the street. That was our Saturday morning. Like we get in there. Uh, I'm in Southern California. So we're Angels fans. And they'd have like Don Sutton doing autographs and like, 
you know, Tim Foley, like we had all kinds of, you know, they had all, this is like our local, um, sport. It's called sports fan addict, sports fanatic. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, so we'd spend our weekends there buying just packs, you know, at that point, um, you know, it's much different, right? It's not like if you buy, you buy a pack and there's one option and that's it, whatever you get, you get, there's no, like, you know, uh, there's no one of ones, there's no foils. It's just like, you're looking for, Bo Jackson's, Will Clark's, Gary Sheffield's, um, you know, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr.'s, and and that's it. Um, so that was that was my early collecting days. So I was, I and I still have, you know, tons of cars. I just can't get rid of them because at this point it doesn't make sense because they're not really worth nearly as much as you know. They mm. kind of had their heyday, they dropped, and they sort of made a comeback, and they dropped back down. So yeah. I'm like. I'll check eBay every once in a while. I'm like, all right, you know, and I think, oh, that's worth 20 bucks. I'm like, well, shit, I got a like skilled skeleton worth 20 bucks now. It's like, who cares? I got six of those, you know? So, uh, so that was, you know, that was my back in the day. And my dad collected when he was young. But at that time, as you probably know, you know, collecting wasn't, uh, they didn't know what they were collecting. So he kind of grew up in the like, Put the put the sports card in your bike to make the motor sound mm-hmm. type of era. So yeah, his didn't make it through, but he had a really good box that did make it through. Probably you know like a shoebox size, and uh, he had like a '53. Still, we still have these in our family. '53 Mantle, um, like a Yogi Berra's and uh, Jackie Robinson. So you know that that always kind of kept me sparked too. So that was it, and then. For like the whole like 2000s, 2000s, like really nothing. I didn't, I didn't, I never got into like Pokemon or anything else like that. And then of course, you know, with uh, Gary, I started following Gary probably back in like 2013, 2012. And, uh, you know, obviously with the uh, momentum of, of what he was doing and the NFTs and all that, as soon as, and I have joked about earlier, I'm like, oh, cool, we get a box of cards too. Dude, as soon as I got, I think I had like, I was, I was part of the whole, all the book game stuff and, the, you know, all those tokens. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to get, I know some people got, I don't know, how many, how many did you end up getting on the, on the, with all the, um, the burns with the token trove and all that? Oh, I, so we only got enough books to get two of the, um, to two of the book games and yeah. we have two of the series two. Oh, so you got two out of two on the pools. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I got, I bought a bunch more of those tokens, so, or of the, um, of the book game tokens. So I got, I think like six originally, six or seven. And so as soon as those boxes came and I ripped those, dude, I was done. Like, You're in. I, I've been playing. So I think that just to your point, like, I think it sort of rekindled like that collector side of me and like that excitement of opening packs and they did it right where they, you know, each pack is only four cars. So you're continuously opening packs and it's just fun. So I bought, um, you know, a four pack from someone. I bought, oh, one more on eBay. Oh, someone in Discord is selling a, a box for you know cheaper. Oh, this guy's got a four pack. Okay, I'll just get a four pack and that'll be it. I'm not gonna let this dude. I was like one more box in it. One more box. One more box for now. I'm at I think sixty five ish. Oh, I nice. think I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah, and I'm trying. And so I just bought. And I was a, I was a very like as. Like literally the second I got it, like it barely hit the doorstep before I was ripping it. I'm not a like, oh, just save this, you know. I tried a couple of times and like little like an hour later, I'm like, I gotta rip that thing, dude. I gotta <laughs> see what's inside it. <laughs> so but now I've gotten a couple from I actually have some seal that I got from uh the Fanatics live, which I don't know how I'm keeping those things sealed because those are those seem to be like the hot boxes. Right. Um I, I opened up one and I had a I posted on Twitter it was a really good box that had 
tons of great cores. It had a, a lemur, I think, in there. It had uh, a very rare couple, and a couple rares, like really good ones, elephant, I think. Ooh, so I'm nice. like, all right, so I'm, I'm holding on to those more, not to hold like long term, but more I think it'd be fun to open those on like Josh's stream or Tom's stream. So I'm more holding them for like just the excitement of opening those boxes because they seem like they're they're getting bigger hits, mm-hmm. uh, but they'll be cracked for sure. <laughs> That's where I'm at too. I have one box from Fanatics. It's still sealed. I'm just sort of waiting for the right stream to jump on and do a maybe a yeah. box battle or something like that. I don't know. Um, have you, I wanted to back up a second. Did you grade any of the those historic cards from your dad, like the Mantle or the Robinson? Never did. Never did. I, I had a bad, I don't know if you ever heard about my, uh, my bad, uh, PSA FedEx experience. No, uh, what happened? Did you lose some cards? About it. Long story short, and actually, you know, um, Kelso, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, the odds. So, very long story short, he basically helped me get cards back. I, I had four cards that I sent. One was a, um, uh, uh, a spec gerbil, and then I had like a like black cat, and so I had like four or five cards that I sent. I'd never done any of that, never done PSA, never done CGC. Uh, those cards were like in a box. The only thing I did was at one point I told my mom, I'm like, we got to at least like take those things out of the box and like put them in plastic, <laughs> like yeah. sleeve them, you know, it's so like that. And then just put them back up in the shelf and there, you know, there they stand. Um, I've always just been nervous about sending cards out. I know people do it. Like you guys do it like religiously. I know like Josh and Tom, they're sending out cards like mass, you know, I'm like, don't you get nervous? You know, they all seem to come back. The one time I tried, dude, I sent four or five cards uh, through FedEx to PSA, and they got they got swiped by FedEx uh, from like the fact or from the warehouse. So yeah. basically, what happens, you know, fast forward to the whole story, um, they they disappear from the tracking like a couple days after, and the place is down the street from me. Like PSA is there's one in Southern California. I'm like, can I just drop them off? They're like, no, you got to take them to FedEx. I'm like, okay, fine. But they tag them, as you probably know, that you have to put like a certain tag on them. And so it's, it's basically like a siren saying, hey, valuables are in here. Yep. So I'm, I'm surprised more don't get swiped. But basically they said, hey, someone at the warehouse basically flagged it, grabbed it. And so every day, uh, this is back in like June, every day after that happened, I went on eBay and just looked. And sure enough, dude, like after a, about a month probably, the one card that was the most identifiable because there's black cats out there. There's, you know, other stuff that you can't identify. Yeah. It was a one of one. Uh, actually, I have it. I think there's a one of one gerbil. Yeah. Popped up on a one more. I'm like, I'll just like refresh every day. Refresh. All of a sudden, I'm like, my fucking card. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you found I'm it. like, there's no, there's no two ways about it. That's my card. Where is it? Right here. This guy. Yeah. The uh, diamond gerbil. I'm like, that's my fucking card. And so then I started searching through the other ones. One other one showed up. So anyway, meanwhile, I posted on on um, uh, Discord. I was like, "Hey, if you know, don't buy this card. Basically, that's my card. I'm trying to get it back." Kelso was actually bidding on it or trying to get it from this this buyer. When he saw my note, he was like, "Hey, bro, I'll, I'll help you out. Like, I'll act as a buyer and pretend like we're going to set something up outside of eBay." Mm-hmm. So we like for like two weeks, we went through this whole thing where uh, Kelso basically. Work with Sky and like did an awesome job. I, I owe him him the world. I sent him a bunch of cars, but I, I'll probably send another gift, Christmas gift for it. But he basically got this guy to meet at like a Walmart or a or a Target or something down the street. Uh, I got a, a investigator. I filed a police report. They put an investigator on it because it was over a thousand dollar value for all four cards. Mm-hmm. 
that's another story in of itself, trying to make sure they, they trying to prove that there's value in this fucking gerbil card. Sure. I'm like, trust me, you know, I'm like this card plus the cat plus this, it's like well over a thousand dollars for these five cards. Like I'll show you the eBay. They're like, oh, okay. All right. And so got this investigator. He got a team basically like had this whole sting at a fucking target and locked the guy down and got my cards back. What a story, dude. It was crazy. There's all kinds of little other little side issues in the story, but that was the shorter, sort of shorter version of it. But uh, in fact, the guy didn't, he had all three cars. He had three cars because Kelso was like, he did a really good job because he made it seem like he was a real buyer. And the mm-hmm. guy's like, hey, I have this cat too. And you're like, nah, I don't want the cat. I already have one of those. But he had, it was a core black cat. Yeah. Well, when, when they got him, he had the three cars and there was still a black cat. Dude, the, the investigators had to drive him back to his grandma's house to get this fucking black cat card that we had proof that he had because he already admitted to having it, but he didn't bring it with him. So yeah, it was a crazy story, dude. Crazy story, but ended up getting the cars back in perfect condition because the guy was like thought he was selling them, mm-hmm. and so he kept them, you know, in the, in the sleeves. And dude, that guy's per- so screwed oh. now. Like he has that's like a federal offense, I would assume. Oh, totally. It's a felony because it's over a thousand dollars. Yeah, he is so screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So the, in fact, the police came to me and they're like, Hey, do you want to press whatever? I'm like, this guy's going to lose his job at FedEx. Cool. Yeah. Whatever else is going to happen to him. Cool. Like I got my cards back. You guys do whatever you want with him. I'm happy. Like, yeah, I'm done. I don't totally. need to do anything. I don't need to press charges, get other monetary, like just go away. Yeah. I got you know? what I want, man. Give me my cards. I back. My card. So you're never, you're never grading cards again. So that's, that's pretty apparent. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm never doing it through PSA again. However, I, I did recently grab another four cards, mm-hmm. right? Not my not my top card. I have a I have like a I got a series one box in the auction thing. Okay. Uh, I got a I got a uh, Eagle Auto out of that. I got a, a Persian Cat Core, a Skeleton Core, some other ones. So I didn't use those. But I use like I have a couple other like rare, you know. Um, other animals that I, I'm like, okay, just in case I lose these, like they're not going to be the, the end of me, sure. but I'd sure love to get these back because they're in really good condition. So I, <laughs> I sent off four. I have a couple core cats. So I sent off one of those, you know, so just cards that like I wouldn't, you know, of course I'd be heartbroken if any of them got lost, but so I sent them to CGC just because that's what, you know, Josh and Tom use. And the, yeah, but the funny thing was when you put the form in, uh, I sent them off and then on the return, they're like, Oh, how do you want to, to get them returned? And the only option was FedEx. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I can't avoid it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I guess FedEx, but damn, dude. But they're sort of in a nondescript box. So it you they don't really sit they don't scream I'm valuable, yeah. all this. So like I do good. like that it's pretty nondescript and that it just looks like another box. It doesn't have any CGC markings or anything like that. And it doesn't even say CGC, I don't think. It just it says like their name of their holding company or something. I believe. Oh, that's- yeah. So you can't really tell um, what yeah. what's actually in those boxes. So that's that's a yeah. good thing, I think. I'd love to get more cards graded. I just I'm thinking like maybe at VCon because VCon's in my backyard next year, which I'm stoked about in yeah. LA. I'm like maybe the CGCs there, I'll bring a whole box and like just hand deliver them, you know, right. and do it that way. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense whenever you go to the show and you can just hand it to them and say, "Hey, th- here it is," and then you fill out all the paperwork like you would online. But then it's just done in person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, this this may be a, a controversial comment, but I prefer like just the raw card. You know, like I, I I'm a goldfish collector, so I've got um, I'm up to about twelve or thirteen now, series one, series two, all kinds of stuff. I'm I'm actually getting one from um, 
um, tone and um, thought wrong. Okay. Getting nice. a, a, a PSA graded 10 uh, auto from the, from the series two. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I, I just like the raw car, especially if it's not a 10, you know, like here's an 8.5 series. Okay. So I actually, I got an 8.1, 8.5, I think um, core series one goldfish. I just cracked it open, like put in, <laughs> put in the regular sleeve. That's hilarious. <laughs> so you're not a fan of the, of the slabs themselves. I don't know. Maybe I just need to have a couple. I think I have a bad taste in my mouth, honestly. Yeah. For like graded slab that, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only one I have a couple um, that I just acquired from trades and stuff that are like 8.5s or stuff, you know, core cards. So I think, I think I've got those four out, which I'm supposed to get in the next few weeks, I think, back from CGC. And I'm going to wait to see do like a, re- a reveal maybe on Josh or because um, I sent like the ones that are pretty centered and I've got like a, a barn owl series one core that was like super centered, look really clean. I'm like, all right, that's a good one to send off. Mm-hmm. So I was going for pens on the cards I sent. I think once I get those back and I see them and I see the slab and it's good, got a good grade. I think that'll give me the buzz to, yeah. to probably get more. Graded. No, I think that you're right on that. I started using the, uh, the teacher method myself. So I got the light out. I took the card, yeah. I take the card totally out and I'm like, like given the refractor against the, and you can see, like whenever you do that, you can see some groove marks in some of the cards. I was I was totally blown away. Oh, okay. oh yeah, like if you take the card, at, like and, the backs. I'm not good at looking at the backs. Like they keep saying, like, oh, look for white spots or the white edges. I'm like, I don't know. They all look the same to me. On the, I look for the centering on the front and like obviously condition, but yeah, I'm not sure what to look for on the backs. So the white spots on the back is basically like fill. Like the the color needs to be co- totally full, and it's almost yeah. like so. Like when you see these, you can almost see like as you move this up and down, there's a little nick on the bottom right here. It's hard to see. Yeah, but it's like so whenever it's on the edges usually like, those those little those white spots. Yeah, and like as you do, kind of you move it up and down like this. You'll yeah. start to see on the edges. There's just like uh, almost like crinkles, and whenever they say that it's crispy, that means that there's really no crinkles there. It's like a really fine cut right across. But most of the time they're not like that. Most of the time they are not cut like that, and they have like little little nicks the whole way through them. What about on the on the actual circle? Because I, I, it's funny when you say that. I moved this one up and down. I don't know if you can see, but over like on this side in the green, there's like a couple little almost like creases yeah exactly that's what i'm talking about so surface like that whenever you're talking surface that's gonna yeah. that's gonna definitely not be a pristine 10 because there's some there's some blemishes there but they also right. say like there's and this is what i got from tag are you familiar with tag that that agency that grades cards as well yeah through ai yeah they put it over this oh. um they scan it and it's almost like a like a lidar where where they they're seeing all the surface all the edges they they actually measure dimensions of the actual card itself and they have a tolerance as well because just normal cards like if they were to go up what their their quote-unquote pristine 10 is nothing would get a pristine 10 because no Uh, card is absolutely perfect so they they offer sort of a, a tolerance there like a plus or minus x percentage and it's it's really interesting what they do over there, and that's the only reason why I understand anything because they give you like a whole report back on your card, 
and tells you like all your dimensions and whenever there's one of those those almost divots in your card, they yeah. highlight it in like a different uh, color, like almost like an isotherm. And then you can yeah. zero in on it and see where the blemish is. So that's oh, after uh, I knew it's like that. The big mirror at the hotel. You, you almost don't want to know. Like, <laughs> I know, it's, it's too ex- close. Ex- too close. Exactly <laughs> it, dude. Like you start looking at some of your cards because um, I was I was sitting there talking with them whenever I was at the the card convention in Chicago because I'm like I'm new into this. I don't understand really grading. Uh, everybody's doing CGC. Sounds like PSA is also a good option. And then now there's you guys that yeah. I'm trying to learn about, and it feels like I'm you know drinking through a fire hose whenever really i just need a little straw and this guy was really helpful um just he probably spent 10 minutes with me i told him right up front i'm like i'm probably not gonna buy anything but you know i'm just trying to get curious about this and that's that's what he was telling me just some of the the edgings what to look for they even sell um little edging tools to improve your edges oh is that right there it is the dude from the hobby house was talking to us about that I think it was it was either on his stream on Fanatics or he was on Tom's stream at some point like a month or so ago whenever he came huh. on and he pulled that freaking him and his son pulled the rare pig. They, oh, they were oh, hunting, yeah. Yeah, they were hunting for a pig and they pulled a rare pig. So Yeah, yeah. They still didn't Damn. get the pig. But regardless, he was talking about these edges and I was like, dude, that's that's really fascinating to the point that you know, there's tools out there for this hobby to improve the grades that's crazy right you think you, you think it's going to get to the point where though like i wonder it's not if but when probably like just like in sports right they're going more to re- replays and like digital stuff instead of relying on umpires and refs mm-hmm. like when this is all going to go digital where it's like there's no more humans looking at these it's all just done by a machine that does a you know objective grading on them as opposed to yeah a subject you know with a with a human looking at them well, and it goes back to, and I almost, uh, I, I was going to bring up a ledger comment when you were talking about which cards that you were going to send out, because it's almost like whenever I had my Yetis and I first got my ledger, I was like, well, yeah. I'll, I'll send this. And if I screw it right, up, right. it's not going to be yeah. into the world. So, uh, All right. but going to what you just said about AI and no humans involved in the situation is like, I feel like that is, if not if not if, but when, is like when that all becomes so automated, it goes straight from straight from the, um, like let's say it's a tag or, or a CGC and their digital side, and that goes straight from there to courtyard and everything is like very linear. The supply chain is followed. Um, there's no opportunity for anything to get goofed. And then it's on the blockchain. But then yeah. you don't have the card anymore. So like what... For for us that like the card, right? Like we like to we like to hold it, we yeah, like to yeah. touch it, we yeah. like to enjoy it. Um, you know, looking at it on a screen is cool, but really having it is so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Did you get my ghosts, by the way? Uh, I have to go to the post office today. I have not. Um, I haven't gone to the post office in like a week. I've been out of town, oh. so oh, I, okay. I will right. definitely. Uh, I'm going to be up there today. The ghost oh, cool, is my cool. new favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny, it's, it's funny to say that. So I sent you, I sent you a little care package on that. But the uh, so my, so I have three kids myself. Yeah. I've uh, I oh, there you go. Nice. I got the rainbow. Oh, that's now. so I have. That, that's the other thing I have sealed is uh, I still have a the Halloween box of pins sealed. I'm not oh, sure wow. when I want to open those. 
now that Halloween's gone, it kind of, it kind of lost it. I'm almost thinking about like waiting till next Halloween, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I just saw one fly off on eBay. I did a market report yesterday for the podcast that I released with uh, rips and one sold for like 430 bucks, you know? Yeah. There's kind of in that range. Yeah. Yeah. I, I picked mine up first day they came out. I got it for about 450. I was like, am, am I stealing this thing or am I like, uh, you know, <laughs> I think way overpriced. It's, it stayed around the same. It hasn't really gone up, gone yeah. down. So just the fact that the black cat hasn't been pulled yet, though, as far as we know, means exactly. like that adds a little extra, you know, if the, had I known the, if the black cat was pulled back, like, ah, fuck it, I'll just open up, see what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> just, it would tank. Have little- I think as soon as the black cat gets pulled, uh, it tanks immediately. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah. I then mean, it's it just, just like, oh, let's see what I got. There. Yeah. But it's funny you mentioned ghosts because my, my daughters, so I have three kids, and I have, uh, a girl, boy, girl. My youngest girl is the only one that she loves, like, V-Friends, and she can't, every time I get mail, a box, she's like, V-Friends? Is it V-Friends? You know, and she knows, like, the shape of the actual box. She's like, that's a box! And it's like, all right, hold on. My other two don't give a shit, right? Yeah. So uh, I keep joking with her. I'm like, daddy gets hit by a bus, like, you get all my V-Friends cards. Like, everything, all my V-Friends cards go to you. She's like, yes! And my other kid, like, she's you guys can regret it one yeah. day, but... <laughs> anyway, so she she loved the juicy jaguar. It was her favorite character, and so I was in. I bought a spot in one of the uh, the series one breaks. Josh, I think is um, oh, it's that, it's that uh, three box break that they did or four box break. Oh yeah, and I got it was a last four card in in like the final box or something. And I got the 10 spot. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a core, but whatever. And it was a juicy Jaguar. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. I was like so stoked to show her. And I'm like, guess what I'm coming? I'm like, and so it was like, it was like in the mail, I think on its way. I was like, I was so excited to tell her like what I'm coming. And she's like, oh, she kind of had one of these. I'm like, what? She's like, that's not my favorite character anymore. I'm like, what? She's like, it's the ghost now. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think Halloween got to her. Too many like box breaks she saw, like you know, yep. with the ghost, the the uh, uh, the different ghost options. Heck and yeah, the glow in the dark. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. All right, I'm keeping the jaguar then. <laughs> yeah, I I bought into one of the uh, the letter spots early on in Fanatics, and I got the J spot. So I have a bunch of uh, oh, juicy nice. jaguars, Jelly Jacko, Joyous Jellyfish. Oh, yeah, I ended up getting a bunch of those. So, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I I picked up. I was on the old, dude. I was so mad that other night. Where uh, did you, you watch that stream where they pulled the cat? Yes, the bubble gum. Fuck, oh, man. Um, so that so I had talked to Tom. I text. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm gonna buy into that box. And like that night, uh, uh, Soggy bought that whole box. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, I'll I'll buy it. And then they did another box. Like, I'll buy a spot in that one. Cool. Yeah. And then that whole box was just fucking loaded, dude. I was, was like, a- no. I'm like. Yeah, what? and I don't, like yeah. I even told him like I'm gonna buy a spot in that box. Just give me you know let me let me get to my kid whatever. And next thing I know, I'm like, what happened to all the spots? Like soggy about the whole thing. I'm like fuck. All right, whatever. <laughs> so could have been. I had a one in ten chance of, or it even was, a two in ten, ten because that kind warrior yeah got pulled. Just fucking crazy. It was just an absolute god box. But as far as like compete and collect goes, are you more into the series one or the series two? Like, do you like the the collective, because what it sounds to me or what it feels like to me is like the season one, series one is more the collectible side and series two is definitely collectible. However, there's at least the gameplay involved. Like which, yeah. which school are you in more so than the other? God, good question. I, you kind of nailed it. I, I love the collectability of series one. Mm-hmm. Every series one, whether it's a core, rare, very rare, anything, every series one core, a card is just like, 
awesome, right? Because there's not that many of them, obviously. Every one of them is pristine and they're all like thick. They're all nice cards. Um, so I'll continue to, I don't, I don't have a desire to, you know, buy 10 more boxes. I want to add more goldfish to my collection. I've got like a couple of rares, very rare. I've got two cores. Um, so I'll continue hunting those down. And I have a, I actually have a spreadsheet, like hunting different people down on discord and eBay and trying to make deals and stuff. Um, and aliens, I'm a, my profile picture is an alien. So I just, um, uh, I'll look for aliens as well. But I, I think you're right. I, I think the, um, Series two has a little bit more excitement just around not only like, oh, there's the inserts and there's autos and there's the, the, the specs and there's you know all kinds of different variables there, but also who knows what's going to happen and just having a, a good inventory of those V2 cards, whether it's for, you know, me to play with my stack for a game or, you know, selling cards and packages, or whatever. So I just like having a bunch of V2 cards mm-hmm. just, just as I just think it's more exciting. Um, now, What's going to happen after V2? I, you know, I, I think they're blowing through boxes so fast right now. I feel like they're trying to get to the next phase, right? I mean, you see Gary just like, 50 more, 50 more. Um, so I, I feel like, I don't know, I'd be curious to know your answer. I, I wonder when, there's always going to be boxes out there, right? But the bulk of them, you know, are we going to run out in 2024? Are we going to run out, you know, two years from now? I feel like at this pace, there's going to be very few to open after, you know, probably mid-year or end of year next year. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see uh, where it goes from there. Yeah, I think that you're you're right on point. They're trying to burn through inventory. They're definitely trying to get through to the next phase. Um, I talked to Rips about you know, what is the next phase? What is what does V3 look like? He didn't really, he was pretty tight-lipped on what it looks like, but it is going to be a little bit different. Um I think that we lose the swear cards. So I think that the swear cards are going to become collectible. Um, yes. I also think that we're seeing what the cards are going to look like in all of the cartoons. I think they're going to have rounded edges. I think you're going to lose the white border and those are going to be a smaller, almost Yu-Gi-Oh style card. Um, so they're in kids hands. They fit better. I think that that's mm. something that they're going to do because you see it. You see those cards in every piece of cartoon that they put out there about to compete and collect cartoon. And they're all yep. they're, they're all, all solid color. They're all solid color. Totally. Totally. So yeah. I think that you lose the foils. You're gonna get oranges, you're gonna get yellows, you're gonna get greens, but there there's mm. no foils gonna be in those cards because they're gonna foils are expensive to create. So right. the only cards that you're gonna have are just these base colors, but they're gonna be right. different colors, and that's gonna be how they differentiate the cards. And I think that's what aids the collectability of series two cards. You're not going right. to see foils in series three cards. So do you think, do you think like series one is now that is purely collectible? Do you think, cause that's interesting. Cause there's, there's so much buildup right now with the gameplay and you know, you got like the, the communities building these booster cards and like really developing all that. And Josh is trying to come up with new games, this, yep. you know, the blackjack stuff and all that. There's so much stuff going into like the development of the game, but then series, let's say series three comes out. Does that basically like kill no. all the series or will, will game, will gameplay be similar with series three just yeah. with those cards as opposed to series two cards? I think what you said at the latter is going to be accurate. I think that you'll still mm-hmm. be able to play with all of your series two cards in the expansion. Um, I just think that they're going to look different than what the the normal play looks like or not normal play, right. but like the expansion cards are just going to look different than the V two cards. However, they're going to play identical. Right. Right. 
Yep. Yeah, be interesting. I really, yeah, I, just, I really feel strongly about that because every cartoon they come out with has the solid cards, and they're the different it, colors, so they are the different rarities. So you have the greens, you have orange, you have yellow. Um, I haven't seen like a spectacular style card, but true. you see everything else. You see all the other yeah. cards and colors. So and the brown cards, the brown cards are there as well. Um, yeah. I I just I really feel strong even on the friggin' website. That's what they look like. Yeah, yeah. So, I always look at them like, what are those cards? And I, I'm like, they they don't. That's not an accident. You know, like no, sometimes you think, no. oh, they just some some marketing person put those up there. They didn't know. Like that's no. There's no accidents in the V Friends world. Nope. Like everything is intentional. Everything is done precisely. And I'm like, I, I constantly think like, what are they? What are those? Like, why are they doing those solid color cards? Those are your V Friends. And it's funny how like I've I've posted a couple things like they had that video where that little kid has a backpack and he like threw like six cards. I'm like, the fuck's he doing with those cards? Like, take care of those things. But to your point, maybe they won't be as collectible. Maybe they'll be just like yeah, you know, uh, cards that you just you know. I mean, not that you don't want to take care of them, but just they're going to be mass foil, produced. You know, There's going to be cards. millions of those cards. There's right exactly a ridiculous amount of those cards are going to be available. They already, I mean, you think about fanatics and all the card shops that they have partnerships with. Um, I just, I really think that you're going to see a huge push for next summer. You're going to have the V3s out and they're going to start trickling out. And I think that, um, I think that they're going to do another, either they'll do a burn. So you do, because also too, you gotta, you gotta consider this. Gary has another book coming out, day trading attention. He has that coming out in the summer. He also has the children's book coming out for V Friends. It's either coming out in for Christmas or at the beginning of the year. So he has two books coming out, and book games are forever, as we all know. So there's going to yeah. be either you can burn for the books, or there's going to be a, a situation where you can buy those books and get more some sort of token as a result. Um, and I also think that with those you're going to be able to burn for these V3 cards or the series two token holders are going to just get them again, just like we did with these. Right. Right. Do you think that it's just, it's an interesting balance because on one hand you look at like, on one hand you look at fanatics live and you look at the streams happening and we've got like two, three, four, Gary comes on seven, 800 people in those things. And you look at the other ones, it's like 20, 30, 40. So, you know, like, shit there's momentum but then you look at on a holistic like macro level and go okay but v friend still only has you know x amount of followers whereas you know what i mean so it's just like you you look at one side you can justify and like tell a story around like holy shit but then you're like on the big picture of this i'm just wondering like yeah what this right speed is in terms of how quickly do you like do you need to get momentum and awareness and you know, like still a fraction of the fraction of the fraction of people know what V Friends is. Like I wear my shit around and yeah. you know, I wore this to I play poker, obviously, and I, I wore this to the, the poker room the other night and someone's like, Oh, is that like a Hawaii hat or where, where'd you get that hat? So he's like, Cool hat, that where'd you get that? Yeah. I was like, Oh I was like, you know, I wanna be like, Well, let me tell you. And I'm like, Oh, it's got Gary V, you know, V Friends. He's like, What? Like, you know, right over his head. I'm like, Yeah, yeah of course you have no idea what I'm talking about. But I'm just wondering like how how to balance that, you know, like, do you come out with V3 before you even have enough momentum with series two and, you know, kind of, um, worry about, you know, sabotaging the whole brand because of that and just have too much volume out there for the interest. Well, that's what they were talking about. Um, that's what rips again, he was talking about on the podcast was 
he doesn't want to dilute the yeah. collectability of the cards. So the timing is going to be something that they need to consider. Um, and also like Gary has alluded to this and I think Cranach alluded to this as well, because I was listening to, um, I'm, I'm getting really deep in the weeds here and I do want to play a game with you, yeah. but Cranach was talking about, you know, Gary is different than V friends and V friends is different than Gary. So Gary's coming out with this book in the summer, but that doesn't necessarily coincide with anything that V friends is doing. So I, I don't know. Do they run them simultaneously and, and enjoy the publicity of both and, and kind of cross promote each other? I don't, I don't know because day trading attention and launching a new project would be something to consider. I think just from a marketing standpoint, um, because all the eyes are going to be on him for this book. And then what are you doing? Oh, we have, we're doing this V friends thing. Oh, we just launched this game. Oh, it's only $3 a pack. Let me jump into yeah. it. So I don't know. Timing is everything. And like you said, if they if they try and push it out just because they want to push it out, it's definitely not going to work. So there needs, they're always thoughtful about, you know, that's the whole reason why one of the one of the main characters inside of the ecosystem is the thoughtful three-horned harpic. Because right. every single time they do something, it's, it's very thoughtful. Whether or not it works <laughs> is yet to be determined, but they're always thoughtful about sort of how they end up going about things. But yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what I feel like is working. And, and it's funny how like this whole fanatics live thing and people, our community instantly realized that, oh, wait, I opened up 60 boxes and got one, one of one, and they're opening up four boxes and seeing three. Like there's an obvious, right, for us, for the people that have been around and know, like that's not normal. And the, I, I feel like on one side, they were like, less kind of bullshit they kept the best boxes my thought around it is like dude look at look at what it's doing to people outside of the community yeah right like sucks that i bought 60 boxes but only got one or two specs but if other people who are, aren't in our community are seeing like all this fucking like hoopla around specs being pulled and let me check that on ebay and like holy shit that thing's worth some fucking money like i'll take that and i'll buy a few other boxes <laughs> right in the meantime yeah, yeah. but I, I think the i think the, there's been more promotion you know this there's been more promotion next in the last with the fanatic stuff and twitter and everything over the last probably 30 45 days than ever and i think that's great it's huge for us like we want that as a community we want our you know we want the brand to go and our um you know, longevity to, to be there. But, um, I, I think there's some, a few people throwing up red flags on that. I'm like, yeah, but who cares? Like it's bringing more people into the community the ecosystem. And that's, that's awesome for everybody. I just term. hope that it was done unintentionally. Oh, is that right? I would, I would rather it be done unintentionally. And yeah, maybe, maybe those boxes were backloaded and they do have better cards in there. Um, I would not want it to be something that was set up that way. Right. Um, but if it's unintentionally done and that's what's happening, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather see either way. Yeah. I'd rather see a bunch of people winning out there. You know, that's right. That's yeah. That's what I mean. Either way, whether it's intentional, or unintentional, the fact that they're pulling all those things and getting people excited it's, and it's good. have tons more content to put on the socials. Yeah. To get more people excited, then all the better. I think so too. I think it's all the better. I know that people are really pissed off about it because they yeah. they've. Uh, because they bought a bunch of boxes and they're not hitting the specs and they're kind of crying the blues. But, um, again, I just hope that it was unintentional, but some people you know, like yourself, it doesn't really matter. And, and I think yeah. that 
the attention is what really matters to grow this thing. And Gary's giving away hundreds of slabs every weekend and really putting forward the effort and, and spreading that awareness. So I think that it's all, it's all really good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. You ready to play? Let's do it. Got my deck. All right. I got mine as well. Let me hit this OBS studio. We're going to get it recording. Hopefully it catches up to you. There it goes. All right. Babies alive shuffle. All right. Let me get. Did you say keep the babies alive shuffle? Give these babies a live shuffle. <laughs> oh, I was like, keep the babies a live shuffle? What the hell are you even talking give these, about? <laughs> give these cards a live shuffle. All right. <laughs> well, the, whenever I played Rips the other day, I was uh, playing the cards. I played my cores only because he was using a uh, just kind of a, a five five random packs. So I was like, oh, I'll, oh. Just, I'll, just play my, I'll just play my cores only. And as I'm yeah. pulling them, I'm like, oh, they're all in order, like 50, 52, 51, 53. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, can I get a little shuffle here? Do you mind? He was like <laughs> crushing me. So, yeah, he was he was totally fine with it. That's funny. All right. Let me uh, just be in L.A., right, for a VCon? Yeah. Yeah, I plan on yeah. it. That'll be exciting. It's my first one, dude. I, I've been in Southern California. It's been hard to get to the East Coast and the first couple, but uh, I'm excited about going to LA. I'm excited too. I've never been. Yeah, it's a cool area. LA Live is a really cool area. It's just kind of a, a a huge area with all kinds of stuff, indoor, outdoor, all kinds of facilities. So well, it'd be, and be interesting where, how, they, uh, how they lay it out. That's where they have the um, the esports tournaments too, right? That's something yeah. that I heard. Yeah, yeah, they have all kinds of stuff there now. It's a whole that whole complex. It's where all the other all the sports. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, arenas and stadiums around, but there's a lot of stuff going on in that that little community there. And just you don't have to go anywhere. All the restaurants and entertainment, like everything's there. So it's not yeah. like you got to drive around and you, you park your shit and you're done. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, go yeah. ahead and uh, call cool. heads or tails. Heads will be the attack. Tails is empty. All right, heads. It is tails. I will defend. I will also right. give myself a little shuffle here. I'm not sure what happened with these cards since last time, but I think that they should be good. I've gotten smart. I, I keep uh, when we were going through all those different tournaments, you know, the course tournament and this tournament and one in each decade tournament, and I had all these different cards everywhere. And like, yeah, what was the? What were these guys? Why do I have these core fifties in like this in in top loaders? You know, like. So I just took everything out, but I kept my I kept my you know my main uh, playing deck together, Good. and I keep it together like in my in my box here. So it's always ready to roll. <laughs> Ooh, All right, I just lost my you ready. Yeah, hang on one sec here. The uh, this little tripod. Whenever you spin it, the top piece comes down. So oh, it's being goofy. All right. Yeah, start recording here. I like I like the old school poker, like the 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 manual poker chip uh, yeah. method. I'm used to playing in the, the digital. You know? Well, that's what Tom and Jay were like, dude. Why do you hate our Why do you hate our game mat? And I was like, I don't. I just like I just like this. I like to. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. You know, just the manual moving around chips and yeah, yeah it's just they're like, nice I don't understand why you hate our game. stuff. I'm like, I don't hate your stuff. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, the same reason like just opening up a cardboard Monopoly set and playing with the little things and you know. Oh yeah, 
Dude, we just had to buy a Monopoly set because we have the credit card one. And my wife, she's like, I'm not playing the credit card one. I won't play it. <laughs> so we had to go out and buy like a standard Monopoly set so we can actually yeah. play. <laughs> That's funny. Nowadays, there's like all these, you have, you have to make sure you find like the actual ones. There's all these like different editions and different themes. Oh, yeah. All this shit. So I'm like, where's just that regular old Monopoly? Yep. That's what we just <laughs> went and bought. Yeah, we played Clue the other night with the with the family, and that was that was fun. The old school Clue Ooh, game. I love Clue. I do like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, let's start with skill. Decline aura. Decline stamina. Accept. Damn you! <laughs> oh, I was hoping you go. To, I was hoping you go to uh, final. <laughs> Total, yeah. Uh, All right, three. I was like, like, doesn't seem to, he doesn't seem to like any of those scores. I'm gonna see if I can get the total. <laughs> I guess I was. I, just, I was. I guess I was screwed either way. So I, yeah. I had a. It was all or nothing for me on that one. It's tough to play the. It's tough to play rare cards if they're not like on these top tier decks. Obviously, like whenever yeah. you're just playing your standard anybody. It's easier to play the rares that aren't the twenty fours at least across because you right. don't, you didn't, won't lose most of the time. You'll at least tie. But outside, yeah, yeah. if you play these top tier decks with with stuff that's not top tier in the rare form, yep. like you screwed unless you call yeah, TTT. That's right. All right, I challenge skill. All right, decline stamina. Decline aura. All right, let's see if my theory works this time. I'm going to decline and go total. I got two rares in a row here, so I'm hoping. Would you get a ninety? I, my, I got, got a ninety. I got ninety-one. Oh, dude! <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I'm like you're playing right into my. Wait, what? What was the other one? Did, I have twenty-fours across. Did you have? Yeah, I had twenty-five, and then we would have tied twenty-fours okay. across. Yeah. Damn, I'm like, let me get this guy to total score, and he got there, and I still lost. <laughs> All right, forgot tough competition with these good decks, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's stiff, dude. It's real stiff. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, okay, wait. So where are the chips? I'm trying to look at the chips oh, there. Sorry. So you yeah, got what? To see, I have four in stamina, one in four skill, stamina. and one in aura. Yeah, you can't even right. see my aura. Let's go. Let's go stamina. There we go. Except 24. 24. So one to the tie column stays on your attack. Okay. Let's stay on stamina. Except. Damn, dude. 25. You got it. You got it. Fuck. <laughs> i'm playing right into your into your cards in a bad way yeah all right so my attack damn all right ttt i got i got greedy on that last one i was trying to get two or three points i'm like yeah. anything else he picks is gonna be 25 i got ttt i'm fucked 98 nice panda yeah. all right dub dude demolish i hope this is two out of three at least They're yeah, fucking we'll, killing me. yeah let's play <laughs> we'll play again for sure damn <laughs> That was game. Oh, that was game. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. that was game. Damn, I haven't gotten my ass handed to me that bad. <laughs> I don't think ever. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. 
I started panicking uh, four cards in, trying to go for some big wins, and that backfired too. Everything backfired. Yeah, the, the way that my cards lined up there, that was pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I All like right. playing the Persian on defense. I like playing the Persian on defense. I don't like playing it on offense because like, I feel like the Persian on offense, the max I'm going to get is two. And right. if I'm on defense, I can at least get it to, I can get it to three for the most part. And the worst case scenario is you tie me. But most times yeah. people are going to come back at you with their stronger. So if you can come, if you can get them to come off their strongest and I, I don't know, I just, I feel like there's, there's a yeah. way to get to three more often if I'm on defense than, than not. Because like, yeah. I'd say 75 to 80% of the time when somebody comes back at you after you've given them the option for the, for the second and they mm-hmm. decline and they, they want to go total. Right. I'm trying to get to that. Like me on a couple of those, I, I was trying to get to the final. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time, like, don't, you don't typically want to go total on, uh, on the perfect cat because you, you, no. you know, five, six times you may run into a small rare and you're screwed. So exactly. yeah, defense is great. Cause then you get the back and forth to the third one mm-hmm. and get the 25. I yeah, agree. For sure. Something I was yeah, nothing worse than losing on a losing on a total score to some low rare on oh, final. <laughs> so annoying. Like, you know something I was noticing today. I was just looking at that? this card, and it's got the same tail as the. It's got like a similar tail to the black cat. This perceptive puma. Oh yeah, but just turned right. Right. It's like it's right. got the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I got it readily available here. That's so funny. You're right. If you if you just turned it. Uh, here it's in this stack right here yeah yeah if you look at those two two tails that's so funny it's, you're right it just turned just turned basically it's a little what? it's definitely a little yeah, bit like different but it's got that tail yeah that's funny the yeah just the angled but the, but the jaguar doesn't yeah so like this cat doesn't this cat does Right. Ah, interesting. I wonder if that was down on purpose or uh, just everything's down. Everything on purpose. <laughs> no, no coincidences. Nope. That'll, that'll come up in some. Uh, we're gonna remember this. Like, remember Ross that like made that come. You yeah, know, exactly. It's gonna be some island thing. The cat with the same tail. Receipts, and... mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll be on. Right. The, I'll go on the attack first. All right. All right. Gotta redeem myself here. Damn. I attack stamina. Um, decline. Aura. Decline skill. Except 24, 25. Oh, fuck, dude. I cannot be playing this any worse. I cannot be playing it any worse. <laughs> greedy. I got greedy again. Greedy, man. I could have taken any of those 24s and been happy. You would have won. Getting greedy. You would have oh. won. Dude. <laughs> You're that's crazy. <laughs> I did that with your with the eel. I did that with the skeleton. Like the only 25 cards. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. I, I, oh, I'm up, right? Yes, sir. All right, let's go stamina. 
decline aura decline skill taking a risk here gotta go total 73 oh good big one 103 oh look two warriors going after each oh, other oh yeah oh, no, yeah yeah viking and warrior yeah yeah i figured first case on that one i'd get a tie with 24 yeah best i can win so all right, you're on the but board, baby. If you if had a 25 on skill again, he would have had three. I was like, <laughs> if he gets six skill right at the bat again, I'm done. Yeah, no doubt. All right, my attack. I attack stamina. Uh, decline skill. Except. Yes, 25. <laughs> 25. Oh, of course you have 25. <laughs> so one over to the skill. Stays my attack. I attack Aura. Uh, decline stamina. Decline skill. Oh, fuck. Do you want that or do you want total? This might hurt. I'll accept. Piggy's got 24. 25. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Either way, I was good on that one, too. Dude, you're owning me. You're owning me. Yeah. I have a pretty good track record in this game, but I ain't getting owned today. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Second place finish in the big tournament. Yeah, first dude. place finish in the small tournament. I'm just getting tooled right now. <laughs> <laughs> I played a lot of CNC. I, I played a lot. All right, all right. Damn, I got to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, here. man. I, I'm getting you while you're rusty. I guess so. <laughs> get it all out now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let poker pros get lubed up, man. He'll he'll mess you <laughs> That's up. Right. That's right. Uh, let's see. Is it you or me? Uh, it's you. Okay. Um, all right, let's see. Let's go stamina. Decline, aura. Except. 25. 25. Of course you have 25. <laughs> All right. One or actually two stamina or no, two aura over to the tie bank. Stays on your attack. All right. Let's go. You got six skill, right? Yes. Stamina. I'm going to call TTT. Oh, fuck. You got me. Damn, dude. I got a 90. I was, was going to accept that at 25 and just and just take it, but I was like, yeah, you already played your very rare. So I, I don't, th you have a spec and a very rare, I think, in your deck. Yeah. I've got a, yeah, I, I have a, I, I use my, this is, uh, we've talked about this in small groups and stuff. I use my durable as my TTT. Yeah. It's just a, one and done ttt card and then i so why do you run a very rare then on top of that because just the way the points worked out it was like if you add up to 15 if i if i do like the rare basically the way i added it all up i got and with my spec i got to like 14 okay or no i got to like 13 or whatever it was mm -hmm. and i can only have like one more foil and so instead of so I just did the, the very rare just was what fit in there to maximize the 15 basically. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah I was curious. So yeah. All right, man. Yeah, I, have, I got you. Yeah. 
I got you today, yeah. poker. How many foils do you have in yours, by the way? You have one. So I'm running. Two. I'm running. I'll just show you my deck here. So I'm running the eel. I have the spec crocodile or the uh, epic crocodile, the burglar, the phoenix, the harpic, and the skilled skeleton. So I got a very rare skeleton. I have the epic crocodile, and then I have the four rares. So you figure okay. like so, every five. Yeah, so the only difference then, but that is that 15 total? Yeah, two, That's gotta be four, 15, six, right? eight. Oh, I didn't see the very rare. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the, the main difference is you got two very rares Oops. and an epic as opposed to I've got an extra rare and the, and the uh, spec. Yeah, and you figure like then if you have one, two, three, four, five, six of these, every three cards potentially could be yeah. a rare, right? So every... Yeah. I don't know. The, 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 the reason I did it this rare way is two things. Rare. One, and it's worked out for me a couple times, that spec came at like just the right moment uh, or the TTT just was like a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, or, or either I either I scooped up a bunch of points or, or won it with it. Um, but I, I feel like most of the time... Or, uh, more than more than not, at times it, it doesn't go to full score, right? There's usually, yeah. in my thinking, like I just seem it seems like it, it's very rare. So I'd rather have higher, you know, um, individual stamina aura and skill pointed cards as opposed to like heavily weighting the very rares and rares with the anticipation that I'll get to that because I don't feel like it gets there very often. But still, heavy loading one spec, you know, to just nail the head you know just I, almost I guaranteed a, a win on that i agree that's why i like i like this the crocodile in my deck yeah because i've also upgraded like some of my lower tier 70s into rare form you know and then having the very rare skeleton it beats most every rare like right right most yeah. of the rares um even on the 70s so i don't know having having that's an interesting card because yeah. if you tried to do that with the, if you try to do it with the eel, I don't think it, it gets up that high, even in very rare form. Because it's a yeah. six, it's a sixty three, and I think it ends up becoming like a ninety. It's either ninety six or ninety seven. I can't remember, but yeah. it doesn't beat all the rare form seventy plus cards. Right, right, right. <clears throat> That's my thinking just, on that one. Well, I'm glad I played right into your eel and skeleton today, the 25s. <laughs> yeah, he smacked you <laughs> around today. Just those two moves alone. <laughs> and then that losing by one on that original that original one, you just you just really fucked up my day, man. Thanks. The skeleton got you. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Well, Poker, a good reminder. it's been an absolute freaking blast hanging out with you this morning. Yeah. And um, is there anything else you'd like to get across to, to any of our listeners here? on the Ron's round table? No, I just that uh, I'm stoked to be part of the community. I love joining like these kind of things. I, I'll do it anytime, anywhere with anybody. Just talk shop about the community, the cards, where we're going strategy. It's just fun. Uh, I just love, you know, being part of this and being part of Josh and, and Tom's streams. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the guys in at VCon. Uh, VCon's going to be awesome. I, I can't wait to see everybody in person because I've never seen. I've seen so many people over video, but yeah. never in person. Being out here in California, so uh, can't wait to see you all out in VCon. Uh, well, I'm I'm running a poker tournament. If we have enough people, I got my stuff. I'll bring my cards. I'll bring my chips. Uh, but we'll we'll figure it out. So appreciate and, you having me on. It's yeah, been a blast. No, no problem at all. Um, and you're collecting which character at the moment? 
Goldfish. Goldfish. Collecting Two seconds. Fish. I'll show you real quick. Yeah. Uh, I know we're out of time, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Here we go. Here we go. So I'll just do the quick. So I have, I have a oh, look at that stack. Uh, oh yeah, dude. So you know, of course, the 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 core, the rare, the very rare, all the yes. series two, the epic, and then this bad boy actually pulled. Oh shit! Of, you got the full rainbow, dude. Yeah, I got the full rainbow, dude. I got this from a, I got this from a, from a, uh, just one of my boxes. I got this and the durable are my only two specs out of sixty uh, some odd boxes. That a boy. But this fucking thing is that my. That thing goes hard. And I've got two, two core V one. Mm-hmm. I've got a rare V one. I've got another rare V one, and I've got two of the series Ooh. two uh, uh, inserts. Insert part. Yeah, and I've got a, I've got a, I've got the series two uh, auto coming. I worked out a deal um, as we speak. I've, I've got it. It's in the mail. I think or almost in the mail. That's amazing. So, and a couple others. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys have any goldfish, hit this guy up. Hit up Poker Pros. Uh, it's Poker Pros inside of the Discord as well. So yeah. um, he's always in there hanging out and, and giving good feedback and hanging out with the community. So, all right, guys. Until next time, keep building those decks. Stay strong. Enjoy. See you, buddy. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform to stay updated with each exciting episode. Until next time, may your strategies be sharp and your decks ever victorious.